it's time for a new episode down the rabbit hole. And as always, next to me, Carl Baldwin. Hi, good morning, Rafa. How are you? I'm really great in this uh, hot summer uh, day. And yeah, we're trying. Yeah. We're trying something different this morning in that we forgot to record the intro, didn't we? Yeah, we forgot. So we are actually trying now uh, recording this intro live online. Yeah, this is our fifth attempt. <laughs> online, yeah. <laughs> and we're in this new format uh, in which we are releasing every month a full episode with some topics. Yeah. And the difference is that um, uh, different to our previous incarnation of Down the Rabbit Hole, we, what we've decided to do is we've listened to what people have said and we've seen what is out there and we've uh, adopted a new, shorter format because we know people are short of time, we're short of time, yep. so we've gone for this more kind of... Uh, kind of yeah, uh, compressed approach. Exactly, and we also release uh, in between episodes, full episodes, what we call kibbles. Yeah, a little pellet of something. Exactly, small sound bites, small discussions of a topic. Yeah, last few minutes, and I'm sure you will enjoy also those things. And of a wide range of uh, subjects. Oh yeah, a really As wide range. Usual. And we're going to be actually this uh, today in this episode, use, uh, talking about two topics. Yeah. One is about coffee, because who doesn't love coffee? Exactly. And the other one is? Off this world, right? It's uh, potentially well, yeah. going to be the... Well, it a technology, is. I guess. No? <laughs> it is a technology thing, and it's going to be, if it works, yeah. the first flight of a man-made vehicle on another planet. Yes. And those topics uh, are on the table, so let's start with the, uh, with the episode right now. Okay, enjoy. Technology. We have a very interesting news about something out of this world, oh. or that will travel out of this world. I'm already interested, go on. Yes. Well, NASA announced... There's a new uh, rover oh, yeah. that is going to Mars. But the peculiarity of this is that it's a, like a helicopter. Oh, yes. This is a game changer. I it think. is a game changer. It's a rover and it's carrying a little helicopter, right? Exactly. And it's kind of a technology demonstrator for exciting things to come, which we will mention at the end. Mm -hmm. The rover is called uh, Perseverance. Yeah. And it's going to be launched in July 20th this year. And I think they're going to use that sky crane technology mm -hmm. again to lower it down. Lower it down. Yeah. And, uh, but it has a package underneath, right? Exactly. And it's supposed to arrive on 20, February 2021. Yeah. After all the trip. And it's so cool. You can see the videos. Uh, we will put some links down yeah. in, the, in the notes about the videos for, for this rover. Totally cool. Yeah. Uh, What's the, what's the helicopter called? The helicopter is Ingenuity. Ingenuity. Ingenuity, that's, yeah. That's very good. And uh, basically it's going to make uh, some flights, several flights. I think test flights. Uh, uh, the moment it arrives, I think it's going to be able to fly for like, uh, uh, how many were, like 30? I, th I think the... Three times, 30 times or something like that? Three or five times, and I think... Yeah, the, not, not many actually were. I think the furthest from the uh, rover it's going to get is 500 feet or something. Mm-hmm. And I think the highest they have a plan to fly it is 15 feet. 
Uh-huh. But, I, but I've got a feeling it'll be one of these things of they'll achieve all those objectives and tick all those boxes. Exactly. And then we'll go, now, now let's, what shall we let's play now. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's go up, you know, like a thousand feet. And, uh-huh. uh, because from what I've read, uh, it can actually stream video. Which is super cool. That is totally now, awesome, right? I, I was wondering yeah. if they would start to do something like when the man, uh, when men went to the moon. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, like uh, start to try to stream to TV, ah. make a stream live from that. That would be really great. Now, I've read a bit about this, the technology of this, uh-huh. right? And uh, that isn't going to happen because okay. because the uh, bit rates that they can achieve uh-huh. between uh, Earth deep space network yeah. and, say, an orbiter around Mars, you would be shocked at the bit rate. It is like an old, you know, wired modem on your phone, okay. on, on your telephone uh-huh, line. Uh-huh. It's like... Uh, you were seeing a scene in 10 six, minutes of... 1600 bits per second or something yeah. like that. <laughs> and and that's because it's obviously a long way away. A lot of noise, right? Yeah. Um, but we can we can talk about it. And, uh, there is a there is a uh, an experiment by uh, research going into laser connections. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I thought uh, also that you could actually start to set up uh, intermediary stations for relaying uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. signals. Why haven't they done that? I don't know. For example, between here and Mars, you can set up one or two stations yeah. to be able to yeah. relay yeah. the information. And yeah, with some, you know, toilet rolls on it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for that, you know, delayed Mars mission. Yeah. Anyway, but, but anyway, this back is to the helicopter. Yes, back yeah. to the helicopter. Mm. It's really amazing because it, it can fly. Yeah. Move to another area, which facilitates a lot of the exploration. Yeah. Land. Yeah. Make test. Fly again. Land. Yeah. Fully, and do this fully kind of automated. Yeah. And uh, the project is not exactly new in that I think it actually started back in the 90s. Exactly. And a, mm-hmm. guy, a guy at uh, either NASA or the Jet Propulsion Laboratory or somewhere like that, I think the guy was called uh, Bob Ballaram. Uh-huh. And he came up with the original thing, did some tests, and then they put it on a shelf because there was no funding. And in fact, they didn't have solutions to some of the problems yeah. of weight. Um, apparently, they couldn't actually do the math yeah. uh, that was required, very complex math that needed to be done. Uh, but things have changed. Uh, the thing got brought up again. JPL got interested. Yeah, people got interested again. Yeah. They gave it a bit of money. And then they appointed the uh, project manager, which is this lady, uh, Miss Ong, is that? Ong? Ong. Think that is? A-U-N-G. Um, and they had some amazing challenges because mm-hmm. um, the thing about Mars is... That on the surface, the air pressure is kind of like a hundred thousand feet on Earth. Mm-hmm. So the air pressure is low; it's about a hundredth of what it is on the surface of the Earth. So like hundred thousand feet type stuff. Uh, but the gravity is about one third. So yeah. although the air pressure is low, so you have to do a lot of work with a any kind of rotor uh-huh. rotorcraft to get off the ground you do at least have the advantage of lower gravity. and Yeah, once uh, you're up, you're up. Once you're up, you're up, but you have to spin that blade pretty fast. I think it's going about 6,000 RPM 
Yeah, it's super fast. Super fast, uh, and it's using contra-rotating yeah, from blades. 2,000 so. to 3,000 revolutions oh, per that's minute. It, two yeah. to 3,000, yeah. And it's two blades contra-rotating, exactly. so it, it doesn't have to have a tail rotor like a regular It's helicopter. to counterbalance the yeah, it counters the spin, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it's capable of... It has a couple of downward cameras for terrain mm-hmm. um, stuff, and it has some forward cameras... And it's apparently able to take real-time video, although we won't. It can't stream it as real-time. But obviously, once it's back, it can be streamed as real-time, which we've never seen before. Exactly. All we ever see are snapshots. Snapshots and that's it, yeah. Yeah, that's all we can get. So this is amazing stuff. The thing weighs about uh, two kilograms, I think, or something. Yeah, it's actually super, super Super light. light. The uh, blades are apparently like as light as a feather, and yet they're like uh, one or two metres across the Mm -hmm. span. And the whole thing is powered by batteries with solar panels on the top. Uh Uh-huh. And the processor is um, mobile phone, off right? the shelf, yeah. like a mobile phone processor. Um, so they've used, you know, off the shelf technology with some mm-hmm. obviously super clever software. Yeah. Um, and watch the videos; it's yeah. pretty amazing. But before we finish with this topic, yeah. this is not the only project yeah. that well, involves something flying. This is a. This is, this is the, the demonstrator, really. This is the first one. Yeah. Can it be done? There's another project, just to finish with this topic. Yeah. It's called the Dragonfly Drone. Yeah. And it's going to be sent not to Mars, no, but to Titan. Titan. And the video, the demonstration video, <laughs> oh my God, it's amazing. It's Super. impressive. It's, it's just impressive. Totally impressive. It doesn't leave until 2026. Yeah. It doesn't get there until 2034. So it's going to be a long time. <laughs> it's going to be, don't hold your breath. But imagine that it's a... It's a quadcopter. Quadcopter. Nuclear powered. So, boom, there you go. It's just, it's just checking all the boxes. Who right? said that we were not living in the future, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that's another subject. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so the thing about Titan is it has a thick atmosphere, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only, it's very similar to Earth, except that instead of water, it has methane. Exactly. So it's methane clouds, methane rain, methane seas, methane lakes, uh, but it has wind, it has clouds, but it's all methane. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's like a very early Earth, and uh, the air pressure at uh, the surface is uh, only like two or three times Earth, Earth. pressure. <laughs> so it's easy to get off the ground. Mm-hmm. This quadcopter is awesome. I probably won't be... I'm relying on Rafa to report on this when it lands (laughs) because I'll probably be pushing up the daisies by then. Anyway. Well, we'll see. We'll see about that. Who knows? We never know. I may get my head preserved in one of those bell jars that they have on Future Armour. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I may get wheeled out for that. Right. So, those were the missions. Two two helicopter missions, totally awesome, right? Society. We're going to talk now about something that every morning <laughs> gives us uh, a reason to live to live and to be up. <laughs> We're going to be talking about coffee. <laughs> some of the, I think, one of the most important things for so many people yeah. every morning. Yeah. And so for some people during the whole day. Essential. It's like an essential thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's legal. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And... The story today is actually interesting regarding coffee. Mm. 
Because it has to do with the fact that if you really want to have coffee that tastes great... As, as good as possible. As yeah. good as possible, yeah. That's, yeah. First, you have to freeze, freeze it. it. Yeah. Which was surprising, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was saying to you that I've noticed between different brands of coffee mm-hmm. how fine the grains are of coffee. Yeah. And that... It seems like the more you pay for coffee, the finer the grains are. And I didn't realise how important the grain size was mm-hmm. uh, until we looked at this. Yeah. And the and the, the freezing affects the way it grinds, right? Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, it started uh, with uh, people uh, that made a study uh, yeah. about how the colder beans can produce actually smaller uh, and consistent uh, particle, size particles yeah, when yeah. you grind it. I think it's a bit like, you, you can kind of, it kind of, it's kind of intuitive in a way, isn't it? The, uh-huh. the, the colder it is, the more brittle it's going to be. Exactly. And so if you then grind it, then probably it's going to fragment into smaller bits. Yeah. But apparently with coffee, it's not only how big the particle is, but consistency. The consistency of, on it. Exactly. Yeah, and... Uh, it kind of makes sense. There's so many foods that when you need to cook them, it's better if you freeze it first. Yeah. Like when you're going to, for example, slice meat or something. You want, you freeze it. Exactly. And uh, then you can such a fine slicing. Exactly. With it. It's exactly a similar the principle, same, I guess. Same idea. And, uh, but it's surprising that it has such an effect. Mm-hmm. And that um, basically the, the uh, little study that was done, they started at room temperature. Exactly. And uh-huh. then basically worked their way down. And uh, it got a little bit out there at one point because they got down to using uh, liquid nitrogen to freeze the. Yeah. And surprisingly or not, uh, that is minus 321 degrees Fahrenheit. They were really fine particles. Yeah. And it just, you know, because it was fine particles, the hot water released. You know, the maximum amount of mm-hmm. oils and flavors. Exactly. And, and the principle here about this is that the smaller, yeah. the faster the water can extract the flavor exactly. and oils of the coffee. And obviously it's important that the grains are consistently the same size. Uh-huh. So that you get a uniform thing. And what they were... What they were um, reflecting on was that in a coffee shop, you know, we all you, we all go to these, uh, you know, these coffee shops where they grind the beans for mm-hmm. each cup, literally, right? Yeah. And what they found was that during the course of a day, the temperature of the grinder went up, rose through the day, mm-hmm. and that affected the uh, grind. And it wasn't being compensated for in most coffee shops. But in, like, really super special coffee shops, they actually adjust the grind through the day. Through the day. Based on the grinder getting warmer. Yeah, or in places that they do not adjust the, the grain. Yeah, Either you go early and get a good coffee yeah. or you go in the afternoon and they get a bad one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we understand that you still need your coffee, so... Yeah. And we happen to live in a city that, uh, although it's called a city, is actually not that big, right? Mm-hmm. And there are, I know, because I did a, a, a research on it, there are over 240 coffee shops in this town. Yeah. You can literally stand on a coffee shop 
doorway and see five other coffee shops within sight. Within sight, yeah. And, and they're all independents, mm-hmm. which is amazing, right? Mm-hmm. That is amazing. There's a particular one that I went once uh, where they show me actually all their process, and they do that usually with the clients. Oh, where was that? They, uh, in downtown. Where was it? Which I one? don't know. I will not say the name oh, of you the sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we may revisit this podcast. Exactly. Right? And yeah. uh, they actually uh, took me behind the counter. Right. And they were showing me how they were gra- grabbing uh, the coffee that I chose, the region. So you could choose from uh, African or, oh, you know, Brazilian think, and so on. I think on. I know where this is. Uh-huh. has yeah. a French name. Right. Right downtown. And... Uh, then they were uh, grinding it, yeah. putting it in the machine, express machine, yeah. generating the coffee at a certain temperature, right. measured, uh, you know, yeah. all perfect until the cup served. Yeah. And with not with a chronometer as well, because oh. they were chronometering the time that right, has right, to be right. there. Well, time is money. Yeah. Well, also because it depends on the, how much time the coffee stays True. there. True. If it's... Better or more bitter or more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Temperature, temperature matters. Granu- granularity. And gl- granularity. Yeah. Super important. So, yeah, so the uh, the upshot is pop your beans in your freezer. Apparently, all you have to do is make sure you keep them tightly packed. Yeah. Um, but keep them in your freezer and just take them out when you want Straight to grind. Straight to grind, them. yeah. And you'll have a better cup of coffee. And you're welcome. Yes. And that was all for this episode down the rabbit hole. Don't forget to follow us in all our uh, publishing platforms, Google, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, whatever you want. And and don't forget to watch out for our weekly kibble at just a few minutes of something interesting. Yes, and leave your comments down in the website, in our Facebook page. Share with all your ideas and what do you think about the show. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, Rafa. See you soon.